Well, you are very welcome back. I am Ahanu, and on behalf of Angel Rose, I want to welcome you to the Honest to God series. This particular session is in response to a series that we did a couple of years ago called Is the Tunnel of Light a Trick? And we had to break those, that session actually into three different parts. Is the Tunnel of Light a Trick? Part 1, 2, and 3. And the reason is because it generated so much controversy and so much uh, uncertainty that it was the single most commented and most seen video that we've done on YouTube. And have a search for it yourself. I'll put the link down below. It is called Is the Tunnel of Light a Trick? And you can see for yourself the amount of comments and the issues that it raised. So much so that we I have asked Angel Rose to go through the comments and to address a lot of them in this video. And it's necessary because we don't want people being uncertain, unsure. And this is an area that people have a lot of fear around, as we have seen and evidenced from the comments. So we, we, we ask you to have a look at this, as this particular session will address a lot of those issues. And we are calling it, Is the Tunnel of Light a Trick? Part 4. Thank you for being with us. The Honest to God series with Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are all very, very welcome. I am Ahanu and with me is my lovely Angel Rose. People are demanding answers. Basically exposing the truth. For us to explore in more detail today. This is the time period of truth being exposed of all the unhealed stuff coming out. So make sure you tune in. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and on our website at worldofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Gail Rose. And I want to respond to our Is the Tunnel of Light a Trick videos that we posted some months ago. We've never had such a wide variety of responses to a YouTube video than this one. And I just want to give my own opinion about the information because many of you are left confused. Some of you are left fearful. Others believe that the tunnel of light is a trap. So there's because there's such a wide variety of conversations here, I feel it's necessary to clear up some of what was said and put it in a perspective that is a higher perspective. When we talk about, is the tunnel of light a trick? I believe the very first response from Source was that it was an effect of cells collapsing inward on themselves, suggesting that the center of our cells is a vortex. That little piece of information in and of itself is quite mind-boggling if you think about it. The fact that your cells could collapse inward and take you on a journey in a vortex type of experience when you start to disconnect from your physical body. Now, I'm not saying this is the only experience of the tunnel of light because 
I have known people who've had near-death experiences, have seen the tunnel of light and were afraid of it, and didn't go there. But most of that was because they were not ready to die. And indeed, they did come back. Here's the important thing. We do live in realities where we have a mixed bag of beings. We've got glorious, beautiful, and good beings. We've got nasty, evil, and destructive beings. We have beings that support our freedom and our God realization. And we have beings that do what they can to take us somewhere else so that we don't believe we're worthy. I have always found in my own path that when I ask, I receive. This means that what you ask determines what kind of information you receive. I have always sought to understand things at a higher level from sources perspective as opposed to the human perspective. I have found a consistency over the years where the love of God is reinforced and constant and non-judgmental. In fact, it seems to be if there is a lesson to learn, it's the lesson that we are all innocent. Our very nature as God beings is innocent. It is not a guilty sinner. And if we look around the world, and even if we take the topic, is the tunnel of light a trick? How could somebody be deceived? And I think this is the question. It's not a question of if we could be deceived. It's a question of what allows us to be deceived. There are just as many people who, when they die, they have a a wonderfully glorious experience, and they go to higher planes of existence. Some spirits are in different levels, And there's levels of all kinds. You know, it's that in my father's house are many mansions statement. There are many, many levels of reality and very many dimensions. And they're fashioned after our consciousness. In other words, we make them up. And in fact, we make up realities. We make up other dimensions. We are creators. There's just no way around that. The problem is, is we're not conscious of what we're creating at any given time. We think so quickly, we come to conclusions so fast that we're not aware of the quality of what we just thought or decided I think it's safe to say that the majority of the human race is still a judgmental race. We still judge 
compare, blame, decide who we think is worthy, and so on. If we take a look around us and we look at the whole idea of blaming and accusing and separating and killing, it's easy to see that we all have aspects of that in our consciousness. Whenever we look out into our world and look at anything that's going on, whether it's political, whether it's with friendships or relationships, our careers, our bosses, or with ourselves. And I think the biggest message to get is that when we talk about what does it mean to be guiltless, we have to look at that realistically. (laughs) You can't have one person be guiltless and another be guilty. And I'm talking about at the fundamental core of our beings. I'm not saying that people don't behave in ways that are destructive and counterproductive to life. We know they do. But I'm talking about an innocence on a level of What does a person deserve? And everything I've gotten from Source says that every person, regardless of their distortions or their behaviors or their trauma, deserves love. What this means is that all that's ever provided by Source is another opportunity to love and to know that you're loved and that you deserve good. So when we come to this issue, there's the tunnel of light a trick and we start worrying if we're going to be deceived or if the whole idea of reincarnation is a trap. It all depends on your beliefs what you expect for yourself, how well you know that you are loved and believe it. In essence, it all depends on your state of consciousness. The majority of people who experience a tunnel of light talk about it as being a beautiful experience. But it doesn't end there. Whether you come back into a body or not is still a choice of yours on some level. And what I mean by that is that it's impossible to have somebody else or something else totally have control over you without your participation on some level. And that participation could simply be an ignorance in discernment. And once again, this has to do with our state of consciousness. If you're on a true spiritual path, 
and you're being directed by higher aspects of yourself or higher beings, what gets reinforced along your way is that you are a powerful creator. You deserve love and abundance. There are no rules to adhere to in the sense that you have to struggle or suffer. There is no higher being that will ever tell you that you're guilty or that you deserve to be punished and get sent back to earth because of some sort of a karmic debt. What is true is that every negativity desires to resolve itself at some point. So if you did have a lifetime where you mistreated somebody, what's called for is not that you come back and have to experience the same thing. What's called for is forgiveness. What's called for is asking forgiveness, coming to a place where you realize that we are in relationship with everybody and everything. And it is not possible to separate yourself out from life or cast away parts of you and still be happy. Ultimately, everything wants to resolve itself into a harmony. And when people come back in other lives and they meet the same people again, it can be for a variety of reasons, some of which can be to heal or reconcile something. What a person does in a lifetime has everything to do with their beliefs and what they think is true. So my suggestion is that nobody take on the belief that when they die, they're going to be trapped or deceived. Instead, why not choose to believe that as you ask, you will receive? Why not choose to believe that you'll be guided by your own angelic presence to where you need to be, to where you need to go, and that all of it will be perfect Once again, deception only occurs because we lack discernment and inability to identify particular energies and see through them. But that's a result of an insensitivity to ourselves and our environment. The more honest you can be with yourself, about your state of mind, the positive, the negative, the parts that judge, the parts that need more self-love, the parts that can admit that it has work to do on those things. The more sensitive you can be and honest with yourself, the more sensitive you can be to other energies 
It's only when we try to deny energies that we get in trouble. And what I mean by deny energies is deny parts of ourselves. Because we all contained various aspects of the whole. So in this is the tunnel of light a trick. Let's not deal in absolutes. Let's not say the tunnel of light is a trap, everybody. Run for your lives. Let's not generalize that way because my experience with Source also is that you're in a living quantum field where anything can be remolded in the moment. There is nothing that's fixed to the point that it can't change and be changed by our consciousness. So what is safety? Safety is the state of innocence. Safety is becoming harmless within yourself. Safety is knowing 100% that you are loved by God and you're safe in that love. And as you ask, you will receive. Anything contrary to that are belief systems that we have to work on releasing because we've all been programmed from very early on that we're guilty of something. Whether it's the original sin or that we haven't succeeded well enough or that we haven't worked hard enough or haven't learned enough lessons. Those are all deceptions because the truth is you do not have to earn your way to God's love. So how do you trust your experience in this life or after you die? You have to know that you're safe, that you're protected, that you'll be guided to the proper places. And when you know this, your safety is assured. Thanks. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.